Hello, welcome back to the 8th, 10th, 11th, I don't know, 9th? Yeah, I think, I don't know. But to a brand new episode of Cold Hearts and Heated Floors, the podcast presented by me, Noah, to you. I hope you're doing well. Me, I'm good. I'm rested and tanned and it's hot and it's not France right now as we're speaking it's raining in France pouring rain and thank god I'm not there you know I'm I'm away as I said in the previous episode I am in Morocco I'm in Marrakesh I'm in Marrakesh Morocco and I took some vacations because I needed those vacations um long story short i have been working since this summer and i haven't took a single week of vacation until now because i've been between study and work and the podcast and grinding and everything else so i get to rest finally i took a week of vacation i'm in morocco with my mom um and like a friend of her and a child joined us like they came there in the same hotel as as us and yeah so i'm in morocco and i'm enjoying time and i'm having fun at first we were supposed to go to turkey we were supposed to go to antalya antalya i don't know how you say it but we're supposed to it was either antalya or it was bodrum Bodrum, Bodrum. I don't know how you want me to say it, but we were supposed to go there. But the problem is that the weather, uh, it's not very good now. So Marrakesh, it's a short, it's a short thing, you know. You know it's gonna be hot. So right now we are in Marrakesh. It's il- May eleventh, um, and it is currently. Let me get you the weather up uh if it charges i don't know wait well it's not working why is it not fucking working but anyway it's really hot really like really bloody hot oh that is like 38 degrees or some shit so you know the weather's very well. So in Italia right now it's like twenty yeah, so it's thirty three degrees. It should go up to thirty four Celsius degrees, by the way. I am way too lazy to go on Google and try to see how much Fahrenheit it is, so you you do the math. So yeah. And right now in Paris in Antalya, it is 23 degrees Celsius and it's cloudy. Here, there's not a cloud in sight. And in Paris, right now, it's 16 degrees. So, the choice was made pretty quickly. So, we, we are in Morocco and it's not my first time uh, here. I've been to Morocco, like, many times, like... I've never been to give you an ex- like a 
you know, uh, an eye on the situation. I've never been to Algeria, my home country. But I've been to Morocco like five or six times in my whole lifetime. You know, I even made when I was really young, when I was like, I don't know, like five or six year old. I've made like the whole like Morocco. We we did like a road trip through Morocco. It was amazing. Very, I have gr- some great memories. And I've like, why, you know, why I've never been to Algeria? Because going to Algeria is a bit more complicated than going to Morocco and getting the Algerian paper. It's a nightmare, truly. It's a nightmare we've already tried and every time they gave us a different answer on what we had to do. But it's it's administration stuff, you know, it's very... And also Algeria is like, this uh, um words like on on like a scale of distance algeria is the most expensive country to fly to in terms of cost and distance you know there's a short distance on the price of plane ticket are super 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 expensive let me tell you something my um family members when they know they're gonna go to algeria in the summer what they do and even a lot of algerians do do that um what they do is that they as soon as they come back from their summer vacation in algeria for example french algerian as soon as they come back to france freshly like back from the vacation in algeria they take the plane tickets already for the for the next summer because then it is super expensive it's like sometimes we've seen like one play tickets to go to algeria thousand euro a thousand euro economy class just to go to algeria and it's bloody expensive and it's not that we don't have like the money to like go there you know obviously there's people that are like in way less comfortable situation than us and they still manage to go but there's like a whole bunch of reasons on why we, me and my brother with my brothers we, we've never been to Algeria you know I have to go I know and I should go and I want to go because I have you know quite a lot of things to do there I have like my um uncles and and my grandfather um um how do you call this I don't know but there's like the family cemetery and you know they're there they're resting there and i have to you know go see them because i've never never been you know so i have a lot of things to do there you know and i want to go and i'm looking forward to go but it's a whole nerve wrack to do like the papers and stuff but i know that i will do it like i think in the course of this year i will do it so i can like go to a jail to see like my family that i've never met Mm, people like do all see my country you know it's a beautiful country you know it's algeria is potentially one of the most beautiful country in the world and i need to go there so i will i know i will but anyway moving on to today's topic my trip to morocco so i got to experience morocco at so many different stages of my life in so many different ages i got to experience it when i was a very very young baby i got to experiences to experience it like when i was a bit older i got to experiences 
to experience the wow am i gonna make it um a bit later in life i got to experience it when i was the last time i came to morocco i was how old was i i was like fifth i had freshly turned 16 freshly because the day was my birthday we took a flight with my aunt and my mom and my uncle and my cousins we went to we came to morocco in a hotel um some of the best vacation of my life honestly i was with my cousins and we just had so much fun and so yeah i got to experience morocco very differently at very different ages and especially the city of marrakesh because every time i came to morocco every time i went to marrakesh so marrakesh you might think that well you know you know my age i'm 20 and you may think that when you go to marrakesh and and you are 20 well you're not there to rest and lay you there to party because this is what this is marrakesh is the city of party in morocco it's the city where a lot of young people do there's a lot of clubs a lot of stuff it's very developed there's a lot of um french and yes a lot of french people that have came to morocco to live there especially to marrakesh it's it's a french city you know like there's so many every time you see someone most of the time they speak they speak french and you will see a lot of people that are french that came to morocco to live there to marrakesh to live there because that businesses because life is just so not like so much less expensive compared to france well nowadays with the inflation and everything marrakesh has became super expensive we went to the restaurant with my mom yesterday um we paid like yeah i paid like the same prices for as i would pay in france same the bill at the end was the same i'm sorry if you hear some music in the background I am next to um, the pool and, you know, it's 3.30, so there's, like, activities and stuff and music and stuff. So I'm sorry for that. But it's the game, you know? I'm sorry. So we paid the same price as in France. A lot, like, when you go to certain places, certain hotels, it's going to be the same price as in France, even more expensive and you know how expensive france is especially if a parisian like a per like like me look at, looks at you and tell you that a place is expensive well trust me it is expensive it's like you're asking like a new yorker or a, a, a british from london if something is expensive and then tell you oh yeah this is bloody expensive trust me it is expensive so Marrakesh has become like super expensive on so many stuff and the restaurant we went at last yesterday with my mom the bill was like the same as in France you know kind of so but anyway you know but I'm, I don't complain necessarily because I eat good and it like kind of allows also the fact that things have become more expensive even though there's inflation it has like maybe helped some people to it has kind of developed a bit the country like when it comes to touristic stuff morocco has always been like a very 
touristic place um after like the 80s or the 90s yes it was just very touristic you know it became like that but the thing is that let me drink some water every time i record and i'm in this bedroom i've recorded two episodes here well for the two episodes i am out of breath is it because it's really hot is it i don't know but let me drink Oh my god, this is amazing. I'm gonna do really quickly a little sound check just to see how it's recording. Um, so yeah, I was saying, so yeah, it's recording well, not like last episode, it was terrible. But anyway, so yeah, Marrakesh has become very expensive and it has also kind of allowed people to, the country to like develop in a sort of way. It's a very, very developed country like it's pretty developed out there you know when you compare to certain countries in in africa it's pretty developed you know and that makes me very happy to see my continent like country on my continent being able to develop and to make businesses with other like country and to have so many people from other country coming it makes me very happy to see that the level of life has kind of gotten better than before, even though it's not necessarily really better in Morocco because we were talking to a taxi driver the other night and he basically told us in Morocco the problem is that it is either you are rich or you're poor. There's not really a middle class, you know. And you and he told us like obviously now there's like a lot of people that have made business and have became like richer. But there's some people that have just like the poor people have never like been more poor. This is why he was telling us. He was telling us that yes, there is some more richness. There's people that have been able to elevate themselves socially and financially and quite a lot and it makes him very happy. But there is like still like the poor people that are more poor than ever than they've ever been. You know, and so he was telling us about that. And this kind of like, you can kind of put that on the situation kind of everywhere in the world. You know, there's a lot of people that have been able to make a lot of money, especially after COVID. You know, after COVID hit, everything kind of changed, like the world took a turn. And the poor, the rich have never been richer, and the poor have never been poor. And those people that have been able to elevate themselves financially, and those people, that unfortunately kind of lost everything and there's people that haven't been able to do that, elevate themselves like socially and financially. And he was telling us about that. And he, and he was telling us like, for example, gas prices in Morocco have reached kind of like around the same price as in France. When I used to go to Morocco when I was younger, like filling your car with gas, will not cost you much. Like the liter was eight eight cents of euros. This is nothing, no like absolutely nothing. Now the gas prices have almost reached one euro per liter. Maybe for us European, it doesn't seem like much because now we pay our fucking gas like 
two euros per liter but for, for moroccan people it is so much it represents just a lot you know and basically he was just telling us that everything has inflate with the inflation everything just became super expensive but at the same time like there's people that are getting richer so there's like a a thing and also like he told us that the salary aren't really like expanding you know they stay the same so it's very very difficult and when there was no tourist tourism during all these years of covid the country was not doing so well because morocco has a lot of touristic places because they've like used the advantage that they have having such beautiful landscape welcoming people um that they've been able to use this as a power and make a lot of tourists come here and on the other hand like i don't remember what was i saying yeah so there's touristic blah blah and yeah so on the other hand like when covid hit all the touristic activities stopped completely so it was really hard to maintain you know like a certain like level of life you know because the laws are not the same and and everything so yeah so he was telling us all about that and me you know as i saw the evolution of morocco through my trips here i've been able to notice the difference of when i was younger and when i was and when i'm now older and also i've noticed that there's stuff in morocco that throughout my whole life i absolutely loved doing in morocco and there's stuff that i've always absolutely hated in morocco you know that like there's places that i hate going to and that every year every time we come with my family we do them but i always hate them and i feel like forced to go there they are beautiful don't get me wrong they're beautiful places but i personally don't like it you know so for example i was talking with my mom about that um the other night when when we were at the restaurant and i was telling her there's this place in marrakesh that is called um the square jamad afna so it's a big square huge and there's like a lots of um lots of um vendors there's just you can literally you can find anything there and i'm saying anything i am saying anything really you can find truly anything there and it's like i i i've never liked this place i have one good memory at that place well now i have two but i have one it's around food i have one one amazing memories so we were at night at this place with my parents and my aunt and her husband and my little cousins i think and we went to this the jamal afna so we went there and we it was at night time night time and then this square just leave 
so much at night compared to during the day at night there's just everywhere there's like food vendors and stuff like that absolutely everywhere there's a lot of people coming everything and the good memories that, that I have is that we hate a traditional Moroccan soup that is called uh, that is called um, herera. This is amazing. If you've never had it, please have have one. It would change your life. Well, I had this this one particular soup in this little stand sort of thing, and it was the best. The, the best herrera I've ever had in my whole entire life. And mind you, I've had, ate, not hate, I've ate a lot of those. Like, I can't even count the number of, of herrera that, that I've ate in my, that I've ate in my life. And it was the best I've ever had. And I have a, a brand new um, memory, amazing, that I like. This moment, this morning with my mom, we went to Jamaraifna. And what we did is that we had breakfast there. Um, we went to this little shop that is like in a street on the square. And it's like a little bit like behind. And I had the best breakfast I've ever had in Morocco in my whole entire life, basically. So there's like those, those like um, sort of... Moroccan crepes, if I can call it like that. I know it's no crepe, but we're going to make it simple for people that don't know what it is. So basically, it's called cement. So it's um, made... I don't even know. There's a lot of oil. That's what I know. There's a lot of oil. And some... I don't know. Anyway, you check check it on Google. And it's like one of the best thing ever. My, my grandma makes it. No shades to my grandma, okay? Grandma, I, I don't know if you listen to this or not, but I love yours. They are amazing. But these, the one that I had this morning, oh my God. If I could have, like, took the woman that does it with me to France and she would make it for me every morning, trust me, I think I would. Yeah. I think I would, you know? This very nice lady, I think I would. But... They were like the best. So it's like the second memory of it, of good memory that I have there. But this place, Jamarafna, it's like, how can I, okay, this is how I'm going to describe it. It's like a beautiful mix and mess of people and stuff and animals just everywhere. This is what it is. And it gets very crowded. And... I've noticed that since I was very young, I think I have like some sort of agoraphobia. It's like the 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 fear, the fear of like um, big population, like a a, a hand, like a, not a handful of people, but no, a, a good amount of people, like malls, for example, kind of like gets me a bit anxious. Um, when there's like a lot of people in a place, I get sometimes a bit anxious. And I don't know, yeah. But you would tell me, yeah, but Noah, you you party a lot. Like you go to these places and, and you party and you go to to shows and stuff like that. When first of all, when I'm at like a show, like a concert, I'm I'm not really like. At first, not gonna lie to you, I'm a bit anxious, you know. Then I'm obviously get more comfortable. 
but I get anxious at first. And it gets better, like, after, you know. But, like, when I'm at, like, I don't know, when I'm at a party, it feels more comfortable, you know. I don't know why. Than when I'm at those, like, big events where I don't know a single soul. And, yeah, it just feels weird, you know. It's weird. Yeah, malls get me anxious. Um, Very crowded places kind of makes me anxious. I rarely get anxious, by the way. Very, very, very rarely. But they kind of get me anxious. And I really want to, like, get out of these places, like, really quickly. And plus, like, I don't have like good good experiences I've all the time you know in like big crowded places or even like at night in Morocco um so the other the, the other night we went to McDonald's because I never have McDonald's ex- except when I'm in like a Muslim country because I can actually eat the meat there because it is halal and I eat halal if you didn't know and I can you know so I enjoy you know, so I, I hadn't had, like, a Big Mac in, like, really, really long time, you know, like, four years or something like that, and I finally had one, felt amazing, but on the way back to, like, the place where the bus from the hotel is picking us up, we were on the way back, we got assaulted, like, I don't know if I want to call it assault, you know, but we got, like, yeah, no, one of them was basically assault, you know, but we got like harassed like two times in ten minutes. First of all, it, it was a drunk guy. Well, you know, I'm not gonna make it lie to you. Poverty is like it's the same everywhere. Um, when there's poverty, there is drugs and alcohol. It's uh, it's not specific to Morocco at all. It's literally specific to every single place in the world where there's poverty you know there's local lots of prostitution drugs alcohol in people's blood and stuff like that so you know so there was this drunk guy um that basically kind of followed us and he saw like my friend my mom's friend but like even though he was covered by her jeans you know he saw it and he was about me i saw him coming from far because i'm when i'm in places where there's like a lot of people in places I'm not familiar with. I'm very careful to my surroundings, so I just look everywhere. And he like, I saw him coming from a mile away. He looked at her butt and he wanted to give her like a hand on the butt, you know, he wanted to smack her ass. And he didn't do it because I think he saw that her child was right next to her. So he didn't do it, but he kind of like wanted to follow us for some miles. And then, you know, he's drunk. He's a drunk guy. He forgot. And I think that he was also like a bit crazy, you know, because drugs and alcohol destroy your nervous system. So, and I, you know, so unfortunately, my goal just help him get out of that situation. But he forgot us and he moved on to something else. Compromise later a couple meters later um there's this this guy he's crazy talking to himself poverty again unfortunately and he smacked he had a bag and he smacked the floor with that bag 
and I heard there was glasses in that bike. There was like probably some um, alcohol bottle that were empty and he like boom on the ground broke the glass that were inside and he saw us coming he got up he looked at me and at first I wasn't really looking at him he looked at me he threw like his bag on his opposite shoulder and he spoke Arabic to me unfortunately I think I've already said it I unfortunately do not speak Arabic so he like looked at me I hope I don't know if room service is going to come in to clean no they already did maybe bring some towels I don't know anyway so he looked at me threw the bag on his shoulder and said something to me in Arabic I think he basically said to me like I'm gonna fuck you up it sounded like he said it like that you know like it sounded like he did say I'm gonna fuck you up and he was literally about to hit me no joke, no, there's no doubt in the fact that he was going to hit my face with that bag. And my mom was next to me. She was a bit like um, further. I, she like told me, hey, come here, come here, you know. And she like took me like by the arm. And he like, my, my mom's friends were behind us with her kid on her back. My mom's friends speak Arabic. He like kind of left me alone. And he went, he moved on to my mom's friend, who has a child, on her back. And he looked at her straight in the eyes. And after, like, she she told us what he, what, he, what he told her. And he basically, like, did the same to her, spoke in Arabic. And threw the bag on his shoulder, threw, like, the bag on his shoulder and was about to, like, hit her. You know, he did that move when you're going to hit someone, you know. And he told her. So, like, he told her, basically, in Arabic, he told her, get your daughter off your back and you're going to see what I'm going to do to you. He said that. Oh, my God. Me, I don't speak Arabic. And I was too much in a panic, too too much traumatized about what just had just happened to think about what was going on behind me. So I just, like, kind of ran. She, like kind of like tried to save her like and ignore him and she like walked really fast trying to avoid him as much as possible she, so he wouldn't hit her and we saw some guys because he was kind of following us and we went to the guys and we were like hey can you help us please like <sighs> that man and they were like oh yeah 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 okay yeah for sure stay with us and, uh, and all and after she, she looked at us and she was like um yeah, that's what he told me. He told me, get you, get your daughter off your back and you're going to see what I'm going to do to you. I think he said probably something to me similar and I, I will stand on the fact that he probably told me that he, gonna, that he was going to fuck me up. <laughs> so yeah, a bit traumatized. This is why also we're not in a very recommended like sort of place, you know, it's night time. It wasn't even that late, you know, there was a lot of people on the street. You'd be surprised by the amount of people that there was on the street when this happened. You would think that stuff like that would happen at night when there's no one in the street. The street was super crowded, you know. And so I got really scared, got traumatized. And I, like, thought about it for a good, like, 10 to 20 minutes. I was like, 
that man was going to kill me, you know. So, I'm obviously scared of that. And, you know, like, I mean, it's, it could have, the thing is that when I look back on it, this thing could have happened to me anywhere, literally. It could have happened to me in France. It could have happened to me in, like, the safest country in the world. A situation like that could have happened to me. So it's not specific to Morocco at all. It just happened that it happened there. And you know how, like, I look back on it. And, of course, I was a bit traumatized because, of course, you think about what would he have done to me if he would have got the chance to hit me. You know, what would have happened to me. I would have probably been dead, you know, but that's another topic, you know. But the thing is that when you look back on it, in Morocco, and this is amazing, there is literally police everywhere. Everywhere you go, there's police. Everywhere you go, there's policemen watching, guarding the streets so the tourists can feel safe. And it's a, a big play on Morocco, the fact that they are making the tourists feel very, very safe, you know. And everywhere there's police, you know. So when I look back on it, I'm like, there's a, literally a policeman, like, right, like, on the other, like, hand of the streets. If he would have saw what happened, the man would have probably, like, been dead because he hit me you know or even if the policeman would have saw the man like menacing us the man would have probably like probably like been arrested you know so when I look back on it I'm like you know never mind like it's it's fine because at the end I know that I'm safe in Morocco you know it just happened that night it like got me very worried and I was like, ha, 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 ha. So I don't really like mine, you know. It was not like, I mean, it, the guy didn't hit me, you know. And I went to the place, this morning, nothing happened to me, you know. When I was younger, and I still now, you know, I don't like this place. My mom wanted to go there at night. And I know that probably nothing is going to happen to me there you know but I don't know I still have these feelings where this feeling where I don't want to go because I feel like something is going to happen to me because it's night time you know and it's really sad to think that because you know it like kind of like not allow me to do certain stuff but at the same time it gets me safe you know like for example tonight I'm not going my mom thought that this this vacation with me would be like life of the party a bit because I party all the time in Paris. But as like when we took the tickets, when we planted the ideas of in our head to go on a trip, I looked at my mom and I said, mom, I'm not going anywhere to party or to like go out too much or do anything. I'm going on vacation to rest, to really just lay by the pool all day long and she didn't believe me she was like oh you're boring blah blah and I was like I'm not I'm not playing I am not going anywhere I don't want to go out I want to stay at the hotel and I want to just rest because I've been grinding 
for all this time I haven't got to take a single vacation I haven't go out of France in like well I went to Italy this summer but it wasn't even it was just for day it was just for day I didn't even visit we just wanted to get some Italian products because we were not far from the summer I went to Menton in France and Menton in Italy it's frontier you know there's the border literally so you know obviously we went a bit in Italia enough and stuff you know but like I was like I haven't really really like took took a flight I haven't done that in four years I haven't took the plane in four years to go somewhere and I am really tired and I just want to rest because I've had a bloody stressful month just before and I have a bloody stressful year so I just want to rest and I got to rest so that's 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 amazing I got to rest yeah so this is like the little thing about Morocco you know it's a beautiful country I love it there you know the people are so heartwarming I was talking to the room service lady so heartwarming she's so nice she thought I was Moroccan okay so one thing I'm in Morocco and everybody thinks I'm Moroccan because I'm really tan right now each and every person that has looked at me I started to speak to me in Arabic and I started to like panic and kind of felt ashamed to tell them I'm sorry I don't speak Arabic there was a guy this morning at the place we ate with my mom um he like my mom asked him where he did he buy like the cake he had on his plate because this is one of my mom's favorite cake and she recognized it it's called Buscuchu we do it also in Algeria and she looked at him and she was like where did you got this you know and he started to tell her and he wasn't really speaking French he was more speaking Arabic and he started to speak to my mom in Arabic my mom was like I don't really speak and he looked at me and he started to speak to me to speak to me in Arabic like fluently and I was like I don't speak Arabic I'm sorry you know but he was like why why you're not Moroccan and I was like no and he was like really you really look Moroccan the room service lady thought I was Moroccan also everybody speaks to me in Arabic it's really funny and people are so heartwarming you know they will serve you stuff they will literally fold themselves in 20,000 just to get you one thing and even if you, if you tell them no no actually I don't really need it no 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 or just no thank you I don't really need it they will give it to you the Moroccan guy this morning at breakfast he had like this cake and he gave us a part of it like he was like hey here have a taste like take it we're like no and he was like take it we couple times we tell them no 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 he was like take it you know and this is so heartwarming for me a parisian um people in paris i'm not really heartwarming we're very gen- judgmental very we're parisian you know so it's like uh, but people are, are so just heartwarming you know and they're so nice and like morocco if you get ever get the chance to go to Morocco please go please go and don't only go to Marrakesh you know go to Tanger I've been to Tanger when I was um, younger it's a beautiful city go to Casablanca it's a 
beautiful city go to have the only city you haven't done in morocco is the actually the capital of morocco it's rabat i've never been i would love to but i've never been i did like the a good part of the coast but i've never been to, to rabat you know and it's a beautiful city i've been seeing so many tiktoks you know as in in you know when you're in morocco like when you're in a different country tiktok has your locations and stuff and i get so many tiktoks about that and it's amazing you know it looks absolutely beautiful the way the country i've seen like the country just developed so much over the years and it has developed just so beautifully also i did some i don't know who you call that um i don't know the quad i don't know how, how do you call it it's like a motorcycle but there's four wheels but it's not a car i don't know how you call it but i love driving that i've drove one when i was 16 for the first time and i'm a woman of of speed i love speed and we did it and the guy that was doing the tour for us so we were like following him into like the vehicles and stuff he was the nicest guy ever truly like the nicest person ever he was talking to my mom he was chatting to me i have a picture with him like he like kind of photobombed us and he like wanted to take a picture with my mom and i we took a picture with him i have a picture with that guy he was amazing the restaurant i went to yesterday so the restaurant i went to yesterday was a bit fancier you know it wasn't the it wasn't the um borough next to the casino well it was in the casino um it was next to the Sofitel, it was next to all of this beautiful, very rich center of Morocco, you know, this, this is where this was, very rich and wealthy center of Morocco, where there's like a lot of French and British that are living there, so it was very fancy as a restaurant, the food was amazing, uh, truly the food was amazing, I had like the best uh, apple pie, I've ever had in my whole entire life so shout out to them um but if you yeah if you get the chance to ever go to morocco please do please don't only go to marrakesh visit the country it's beautiful you will have an amazing time there don't be scared of all of like the story i'm sorry you know what i want to apologize sorry for the story the scary story i told you you know but I had to kind of like get out from out of my system because I was a bit traumatized by it. But please, if you got the chance, don't be scared of going to the Gemini Afna place. I went this morning, and honestly, I loved it. There's like snakes. There's um, how is it called? Monkeys. There's monkeys. There's all sorts of animals. There's all sorts of street vendors. The food there is amazing. Anywhere you will try to get food from there it's gonna be just absolutely amazing so if you ever got the chance to go to morocco please do it's a beautiful country people are amazing i had a great time i got to rest maybe i will come back with some friends later if you're a tourist a tourist you will feel very 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 safe whether there's taxis everywhere literally if you want to have a taxi you raise your hand there's like 10 coming for you there's a like transportation is easy taxi are not expensive please go to morocco it's a beautiful place either you want to party or you want to rest so 
if you get the chance to travel in your life, please do meet some people. And also, if you go to Morocco, don't only go to like the famous places, you know, go a little bit more in contact of like the population because you will eat so well, have great food, have great conversation because most of Moroccan people speak uh, English or French or even Spanish. I had a lot of Moroccan people speaking Spanish. Um, so please go there. It's a beautiful country. The food is amazing. The people are amazing. The landscape are amazing. You're going to get to rest. The weather is absolutely beautiful. So I think on this great note, um, I'm going to go enjoy my last day. My last day, I'm leaving tomorrow evening. Um, I'm going to enjoy my last day at the pool, trying to get tan as much as I can, you know. With protection, obviously, wear sunscreen every day, people, whether there's sun or not, wear sunscreen. Um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this one. Have a, have a great day. Have a great evening. Have a good, have a great night. Have a good morning. To all the people of Morocco, I would like to give a big shout out to you. Thank you for welcoming me all these years. And I'll see you in, well, not really, I, I won't like really see you, but I'll see, I'll, I'll, I'll say to you guys next episode, next week, every week, you can follow uh, the podcast on C-H-A-H-F podcast on Instagram. The TikTok is coming your way very soon. You can hit the follow button on Spotify to not miss an episode and turn on the notification. I wish you guys an amazing day. Bye.